0: This podcast is part of the
1: Red Five Network. For more Red Five Network podcasts, visit redfive network.com. Do you like sci-fi,
2: fantasy, action-adventure and comic books? Then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary podcast.
1: Everybody, welcome back to the Science Fictionary Podcast. This is our news portion of the shows, our news episode every week. Uh, we got a little bit to talk about tonight, and joining me is Andrew. What's going on, everybody? And Marisha.
0: Hey, how's it up? Oh, that was terrible. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Just do that.
1: But it's okay. Yeah. When it's terrible, because if you acknowledge that it's terrible, then suddenly it's. <laughs> funny good right lampshading
0: right not right. nearly so lame or creepy sounding <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can't, right. re- I can't
1: remember like i feel like recently we talked about it on the show we we're talking about a movie that lampshaded a lot don't remember but anyway um so tonight we got a couple bits of news that are kind of small and then a couple actually really interesting ones so I just want to get the ones that I, the 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 one that I suspect will have little to say about uh out of the way. Russell Crowe is cast in Thor Love and Thunder.
0: As an Asgardian, right? We don't know. I mean, have we ever seen Russell Crowe with like hair? That could be interesting. Give him some luscious locks. It could be a different look. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess the. He, I mean, he oh. had a, he had nice hair and the nice guys. I
1: mean,
2: is he going to show up as a, another former gladiator from the Ooh, planet?
0: That could be fun.
1: That be. Oh my gosh! That's the biggest missed opportunity in cinema history. If they don't do that,
0: uh huh. Yeah. If they don't or have at least. Ha-
1: oh man. But I mean, like
2: throw that out there and say, could he be Beta Ray Bill?
1: Oh, that's true. I actually think he'd be a kind of a cool Beta Ray Bill.
2: Because be we good. know that he was a gladiator in uh, the arena.
1: Yeah, his face was yeah, on the big statue. Yeah, that's true. See, I said this as a joke, like, "All right, who cares?" But now you mentioned that, and I'm like, "Wow, that would be dope." <laughs> they got to put Beta Ray Bill in these movies eventually. I mean, come I mean, but we're, I don't know. They are introducing another Thor with Jane becoming Thor in this. Yeah. Which Let's we know she's gonna because that Natalie a held up held up the hammer and, and yeah. stuff. But um so I don't know. I think I feel like they might be hesitant to reveal another basically Thor. hmm So I don't know. Um but that'd be cool. Uh, my guess is he's probably something boring that we don't care about. Right. But I mean that be I say that like it's like like I didn't care when Carl Urban was cast as Scourge or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, you know, that was fine enough. Like someone has to play those characters and might as well be a good actor.
2: Yeah. Right. Have they given us any indication of what kind of involvement any of the guardians will have in this movie? Because last we, we know, saw four, he left with yeah. the Guardians.
1: We know that the Guardians will be in it. Okay. Uh, that I think so it's, uh, it's kind think
2: of Oatina a matter. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of a matter of whether they're heavily involved throughout, or whether this starts with them parting ways to go on their own right. separate journeys.
1: Which, if they do, then I think that means it is very clear that they had intentions to make them like integral to each other's stories, and then they went never mind, and the, then dropped them all. The
2: Asgardians of the galaxy.
1: The Asgardians of the galaxy, or something yeah. like that. Which uh, Tico Watiti confirmed the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie will not be called that. <laughs> uh, That's great. But a lot of people are like, "Is it going to be this?" It's like, no. Uh, not Tico. Sorry, James Gunn confirmed. James
2: Gunn, okay.
1: James Gunn, yeah. Um, he confirmed that it will not be called that. But no, if if the Guardians are barely in it, then I think it is clear that like they had plans for them to be. And then said, "Never mind." Yeah, that's the problem with a lot of Marvel movies, because like it's for example, we talked about it recently. It was very clear that Tika Watiti had a clear image for Thor that he set up at the end of his movie. But then they have to make Endgame, and somebody else comes along and says, "Well, actually, we're going to do this." So
0: if we're going to make. Know, it's Thor just a
1: problem with Marvel.
0: A mess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm excited to see, um, oh, shoot, I can't even remember her name. Natalie, Natalie Portman's Port- character. Jane. Jane. I was Jane. thinking Gene Foster. I was like, that's not right. Jane Foster. <laughs> um, but, like, I was so disappointed with what they decided to do with Thor. Man, in, in Endgame, like, part of me just is a little a little disgruntled about this whole movie.
1: Yeah, but, and I agree with you, but on the bright side, Chris Hemsworth uh, stunt double said that he has had to work harder than he's ever had to work to keep up with Chris Hemsworth' physique that he oh, put good. on for this movie. So, hopefully that's an indication of we are getting back to we're going to have like a really cool workout montage or something, and we're going to have the Thor that we we want to see again,
2: yeah. I mean, how hard does a awesome. god have to work out? You know, that's true. I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see where they go with that. Um, I didn't love the way that things fell out. You know, we finally established him. We go through this whole thing, and he finally sits down on the throne. Mm-hmm. And then we just have him be like, you know what? I'm not the king. I'm out of here to go be the person I'm supposed to be.
0: Peace out. And, and it's okay to
1: have like to have a depression arc. I think that's great. But at the end of Endgame, he should have been like, all right, I'm ready to be king again. Not right. like, I'm going to go find who I'm supposed to be. You're supposed to be king!
2: Now, that yeah. being said, what that does tell me is that they are not done and not even maybe close to done telling Thor's story. Because the king... Sits on his throne. The king doesn't get to go on adventures.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, and that's nice because, um, yeah, who would have guessed that the one original Avenger who would get a fourth movie would have been Thor?
0: Especially <laughs> after the Dark World. Right. Exactly. Which was fine, but I mean, it wasn't like,
2: wow. Yeah. And I know some people that don't like. Ragnarok, but I love that movie.
0: Yeah, I really like. I, I felt like personally. Ragnarok
2: hit that same sweet spot of kind of fantasy and sci-fi blending that Guardian, the first Guardians hit in a lot of ways.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That just really works.
1: Yeah. I agree. It's a it's a great sci-fi comic book film. Mm-hmm. Ragnarok is and like I get it like that the first two Thor movies do have their fans because I love the, I love the, like...
2: I love the first one. I'm not a fan of the second
1: one. I'm not a fan of the second one. I appreciate the aesthetic in the world. I love the fantasy. I and I have a soft spot for the uh aha this is great. Another dropping the mug like that thor yeah like
0: the uh-huh you know that bombastic English yeah
1: long hair like that mm-hmm. thor i have an appreciation for that i really do but and so i understand with that perspective why you wouldn't like ragnarok because it's very much not that right but i think it's a good progression of his character i think you know he's been around earth long enough that like starts to rub off on him.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I will say it's not that he just makes this sudden transition from that character. We see first and that character we see in Ragnarok. I mean, he becomes a little more of that character in every yeah. movie that he's in.
1: I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like he was spent every single movie we saw. Like you can't just look at it for, it's a big connected universe. You can't just look at it as Thor one, two, and then three. It is right. Thor one, then Avengers, then two, second avengers then like you know and and it is kind of like a slow transition he starts to relax a little bit he's humbled the Mm -hmm. whole point of the first story is that he gets humbled right and then he gets a little laid back and avengers he's cracking jokes Mm -hmm. uh he has humor he starts just to learn a little bit more about like how like the mannerisms and stuff of humans and how to speak and then by by age of ultron he's still kind of like you know, he's still kind of speaking old English, but like he's chilled out a lot. He's hanging out at a party in like regular people clothes, and mm-hmm. he's just ha- having a good time. Like it, it, we have seen that slow progression. I think into what he became. Mm-hmm. Uh, by hanging Rack-a-Roll. out at a
2: party, watching everybody try to pick up the hammer.
1: Right, <laughs> which is the best scene in that movie. You know, it, it is. We... I,
2: I love that, and I rewired. The kids were watching that the other day, and I. I love it. I mean, and and I love this idea that I that we kind of had while we were watching it. You know, it's all, it was always the question of could Steve have really lifted the hammer? And of <laughs> yes, course, sure. we saw an end game. Yes, he probably could have lifted the hammer at any point he wanted, and you can actually see it move just a little bit in yeah. in that scene. And it's this idea that that Steve is so humble that he's not going to pick that hammer up. And show <laughs> Thor up at this party.
1: That's exactly what I think happened. I think that he, it, he that he felt it move,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then he went, "Nah, <laughs> no,
0: not.
1: That's nah, not. I'm not gonna do that."
0: That wouldn't and be also, nice. Like,
1: uh, do I really want to go through like getting powers right now? Like, just, okay. He felt it move, then he stopped, and he's like, Yeah. all right." No, nope. but he always had in the back of his head, like.
0: Well, because in, in Endgame, he just puts out his hand. Like, he knows it's coming. Right. It's not like, oh, I wonder if this works. Like, he, he I he think called, at that yeah. point, he knows if I call it, it's going to come. Um, yeah. Which is I, why I think, because Andrew says, you know what? I think he did that on purpose. I think he knew right then he could have moved it, and he just quit. Well,
2: because one of the kids asked something, you know, why, if it moved, why didn't he pick it up? And it's like... Because if you compare him to at least who Thor was before th- when we met first met Thor mm-hmm. with no humility, like mm-hmm. Steve is like the most humble guy yep. that you can know. Yeah, like he he's I, the exact opposite. He he's not worried about showing off. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, and I I believe like you take skinny Steve from the beginning of huh, skinny Steve, you take skinny Steve from the beginning of his first movie. Mm-hmm. I think that dude can lift the hammer. Yeah. Like, I think, I think that that's the point. And that's why it's such I want great... to
2: see, I want to see that. What if Ooh. where skinny that'd Steve lifts the hammer?
1: Yeah. That'd be funny. Cause I don't think it would change. Would it change his physique? That, maybe that's, that's how he get, Oh, that's a great. What if skinny Steve lifts the hammer because that's how Thor he God gets the thunder. physique that he has. Hmm. And then he just like is Thor but in World War II.
0: Oh, that's that is a really cool that is a really cool idea.
1: That's a good what if. Uh-huh. And he's yeah, Captain America got a thunder. But yeah, uh What was I about to say? Yeah, that's why it's a great moment. I, I love I've seen this pointed out before, and I just love this. In Avengers, and no, this was not planned. It's a coincidence. But in Avengers, Tony Stark says to Steve, everything special about you came out of a bottle. And Steve says to Tony, you're not one to make a sacrifice play. And then Mm -hmm. in Endgame, Tony makes the sacrifice play. And Steve lifts the hammer, which proves Mm -hmm. that everything special about him did not just come out of a bottle. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's ah uh, perfect. Yeah. Anyway, Russell Crowe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I you know if you're tuning into this to get the news, like it's only kind of a
1: news show. Like, no, we are not. We are not journalists. It's
2: Ooh. a news show where we start with something relevant, and we go down the rabbit hole and just see where the hell it goes. And yeah, I, you know I don't even know how you get. Like if you ask me now how do you get from Russell Crowe's in Thor to the conversation we just had? I don't know. But I'm it about happens. About
1: Captain America lifting the hammer. Right? I mean, I want to see Captain
2: America thing. God of Thunder now. Yes.
1: Like Captain America God of Thunder. That I, is a great what it. I'm going to write that down. Mm-hmm. And I'm emailing Kevin Feige tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, that's what you makes sure you think we we've been talking a lot about like casting the avengers but in different time periods and we were talking last week about casting the avengers like in the 90s i think russell crowe would have made a pretty good thor
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: yep. that that would have been cool that's who I, tom cruise is tony stark and russell crowe's thor
0: he's even australian
1: patrick swayze as captain america i don't know i don't know figured it out yet
0: Patrick Swayze that's that would be an interesting (laughs) one yeah I mean
1: that that actually is on my mind because today one of my friends who's a girl texted like my group chat and was like so I have a bet that no guy has ever heard about dirty dancing and of course I'm the one guy in the group chat (laughs) who has seen dirty dancing (laughs) and everyone's like I have no idea what that is
0: Really? And I'm like, huh.
1: everyone was like, I don't know. What's Dirty dance? What is that? Is that Footloose? Like, what is that? I'm like, no, Dirty dance. <laughs> I'm like, I've seen it. You yeah. know, I didn't think I'd be alone when I said I've seen it. Right. But then yeah. there I was.
2: And the funny thing about Dirty Dancing is a lot of people don't know it, but everybody knows that scene.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. With the, uh, which the one?
1: The water. Oh. Yeah, the water. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Don't put nobody puts baby in the corner." <laughs> Everyone says that. Nobody knows what it means. But God. I was like, "Yeah, God. I actually got confused." what I said it at first, I was like, "Oh, that's Star Lord's favorite movie." Yeah. Oh wait, just oh, like oh, wait. Kevin that's Bacon. It's Footloose. Yeah, Yeah. Kevin Bacon is the
0: hero. Is is Kevin Bacon still the greatest actor ever? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who who is it that says no? He never was. It's Peter Parker. Yeah, Yeah. he never was.
1: Yeah, Star-Lord's like, is Footloose still the greatest movie ever made? And Peter's like, I don't think it it never was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But of course, Peter's (laughs) the one who's seen it. Right. Because he's him. He actually knows what he's talking about.
1: Right. It's like like Dance Battle. Yeah, because Drax is like, Oh, you're going to tell him about your plan, like the dance battle to save the world. And Peter's like, <laughs> I <"Like> can <in> footloose. <laughs> 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 it's still the... And then, then Starler gets like, he's embarrassed at first, but then he gets excited. He goes, yes, Like in footloose. <laughs> <laughs> it's still the greatest movie ever made. Wow. You know what bothers? I'm, you can cut all this out the podcast. It's too far. It's too much. So, you know, the scene, that very scene, When uh, Tony says, Are you from Earth? And Scarlet goes, No, I'm from Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) There were people, because people will complain about anything. When that movie first came out, they were like, Wow, they screwed up the continuity. How does Peter not know he's from Earth? He knows. I'm like, You. It's a. Peter is. The joke is that Peter is so, like, dumb sometimes that it's not that he forgot that he was from earth right it's just that the way his mind worked what it was just a, a brain fart moment is all it was
0: mm-hmm.
1: like that's it's just a funny joke like but they're like oh wow they screwed up the continuity he knows he's from earth because he was nine years old whenever he was taken and by nine mm-hmm. years old you know you're on earth and it's like yeah we got it dipshit like okay like <laughs> oh
0: my but my children aren't going to introduce themselves as
1: like I think Tony's like, yeah, that's on Earth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, this is a great scene. Good, it's I, like Doctor Strange. It's like, what master do you serve? What it's master? Like, do I'm you supposed serve? to say Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the,
2: just, the the brilliance of a lot of Star Lord's lines are are very under uh, appreciated.
0: I mean, and they just because they're just they're they're quippy, but it's like you have you stop and you go what? what? It's like, <laughs> and I mean, they just couldn't have cast it any better.
2: No, and yeah. you almost wonder how much of it's Like one day they'll tell us which lines in these movies were ad libbed, mm-hmm. and we'll find out <laughs> that Chris. Pratt how many just... times Chris Pratt just gave a smart aleck answer? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, we know for a fact. Uh, Dave Bautista confirmed that his wise Gamora that was that was improv. What? that was ad yeah. <laughs> That that's that's funny. Yeah, Star Lord is so, like I love and I love that he genuinely believes that Footloose is the best movie ever made, right? And that Kevin Bacon is a hero. Like when he's and the first Guardians of the Galaxy when he's telling Gamora about the story of Kevin Bacon, like I think he believes it. Like in his mind, mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon saved the world, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> That's With dancing, funny.
1: Okay, let's get back on track here. We got <laughs> okay, so wait, right. real quick, I'm, before we talk totally... to go work tomorrow, so I just haven't been worried about
0: it. Oh yeah. Okay, so before we totally change change gears, I have to just ask: if we're casting '90s Avengers, who is Brendan Fraser? Is he? Is he? Uh... Brendan Fraser. He Brendan Hawk Fraser. On?
2: he would be a good Hawkeye. He could be a really interesting Star Lord. Oh,
1: oh yeah. he'd
0: be a great oh, Star Lord. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He I wins. once
1: saw a um I think that said like if it it would it would have to be earlier than the nineties, I think, but uh, I saw Chevy Chase as Star Lord.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, my
2: gosh. Yeah, that that's another one we should do is recast recast the Avengers using only SNL cast members.
0: Oh that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can choose them for many years. Right.
1: Oh my gosh! You know who I'm a big fan of who who's so underrated, Bill Hader.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. he really yeah.
1: Brilliant.
2: I love Bill Hader's Star Wars impressions.
1: Yes, they're so good.
2: Especially the Tauntaun, because <laughs> nobody should actually be able to make the Tauntaun noise, but he does.
1: Yeah, but he does. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I watched Superbad for the first time in a long time the other day. Have you all seen Super Bad? Yeah. Oh, Bill is so freaking good in that. And I forgot how much that him and Seth Rogen are in it a lot. Like yeah. I forgot <laughs> that they are like like I, I was like, okay, yeah, they're gone. Oh my god, they're still like he runs over. <laughs> He runs over, Um. oh, what's his freaking name? Jonah Hill. Oh. He runs over Jonah Hill. And then Seth Rung was like, do what you gotta do. And I'm like, oh, shit. Is, is Bill Hader gonna shoot him? That's funny.
2: <laughs> he actually did, Bill Hader actually did uh, for BB-8. Because, you know, somebody's actually voicing through a processor to get those sounds that they're using for a lot of the droids, really. Uh, And Bill Hader did consulting work on the voice for (laughs) BB-8.
1: I didn't know that. That's awesome. That's That's awesome. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Brendan Fraser, Captain America, by the way.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I actually kind of like that. Because he has that real kind of, especially, um, he just kind of has that like real wide-eyed, all-American boy kind of vibe.
1: Yeah, it would very much have to be '90s Brendan Fraser, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: past 2005, no way in hell. But um, you know the you know how John Krasinski almost played Captain America. I think the same kind of Captain America that John Krasinski would have played is the same kind of Captain America Brendan Fraser would play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see that being very similar. They wouldn't be the same as Chris Evans, but yeah. it'd be. It would still be Captain America.
0: I feel like it would be, you know, kind of that a really similar to um oh what's the Blast from the Past, you know, where he kind of I love Blast from the (laughs) Past. You know, golly gee. You know, he's kind of got that that kind of going on. Have you ever seen that one, David?
2: No, I haven't.
0: Oh, that is a great movie. It's on the voodoo. It's a really
2: funny Brennan. it, it may be the best one of the best movies outside of the mummy series that Brennan Fraser ever made. Wow. It's basically a guy that during the Cuban Missile Crisis, his parents, his father is a genius scientist and builds this elaborate underground bunker. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And during the, a plane crashes and they think it's, that nuclear war has started. And so they go lock themselves in the bunker.
0: For the next 30 years. (laughs) For the next 30 years,
2: (laughs) early 60s. And so, you know, early 90s, he has to come out into the world. So you've got this guy that's like, was a kid in the 60s, raised by, obviously, older parents, that has to exist in the 90s in California.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, and he's
0: just like, you know, that's, he comes... That's a
1: up- genius premise. Now I don't think about it, Brendan Fraser would... I'd, I'd like to see him as Iron Man, too. Like This, this Brendan, dude got range.
2: Brendan Fraser is a much better actor than he ever, ever got credit for.
1: Did y'all, did y'all watch Doom Patrol?
2: No, actually, I haven't. But I'm going to while we've got HBO, HBO Max
1: yeah. Yeah. because he played. Um, oh, what's the name of the character? Machine Man or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't think of the A name. Robot
1: Man, so something Metal Man, something literally like as like straightforward as that. Right. But he played that, and he is brilliant. He is. At, and That's even what I've heard. Like, behind the suit, you hear his voice very clearly. Like it's, it's still. They some he's so good that it is very clear that it is Brendan Fraser, even though he's behind this big metal suit. Like you know that that's him, mm-hmm. and he is brilliant. He is hilarious. It is it is great. Um. Anyway, so speaking of blasts from the past and and all these old actors and and who we would cast to play characters back in the nineties, because I could imagine. You know, maybe uh, Pierce Bronson playing uh, an Avenger back in Mm -hmm. the 90s. Mm -hmm. Well, Pierce Bronson has been cast as Dr. Fate in the Black Adam movie that they are making.
0: That's awesome. And
1: I have to remind my... I have to say that they are making, because I have to remind myself that they're actually making this movie. Um, But no, it's real, and and Pierce Bronson is being Dr. Fate in Black Adam.
2: Yeah, I don't know anything about the character. So, uh, of course... Uh, Brosnan is an excellent actor. hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, one of our previous 007s. Mm hmm.
1: Yes. So. And a lot of people's favorite because they grew up with him.
2: Right. And and he's more of the kind of throwback to the heyday of the 007 movies than maybe the current iteration, even though I really like Daniel Craig um mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like that in, that in between movie it's kind of like the Brandon Routh Superman like but you know it's kind of this movie that's in between the Christopher Reeves and the and the Zack Snyder version of Superman it's mm-hmm. it's new but it's trying to be the old thing and i i feel like that was Pierce Brosnan's 007 mm-hmm. was kind of trying to be the old 007 and then we went from there to kind of reinventing the character as
1: yeah. with the Daniel
2: Craig version,
1: because he was the one right before Daniel Craig, right? Correct. Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, and so of course you know uh, the other reason I think people love uh, love the Pierce Brosnan, even though it's not actually Pierce Brosnan, is the uh, of course you know GoldenEye.
1: Gold, yeah, it's the one game. of the
2: best FPS video games of all time.
1: Yeah for sure. Uh, I think that's why people get a lot of people get nostalgic about it. But, um, yeah, no, I, I actually got really excited when I saw this news because I, I don't know, I hadn't seen a picture of Pierce Bronson in a long time, and this dude looks great. Uh, this dude has aged like a fine wine, and he looks like he's going to be awesome as Dr. Fate. So, Dr. Fate, uh, a lot like Dr. Strange, you know, m- magic and And sort of like in the DC universe, he's sort of the doctor strange
0: uh,
1: of DC universe, Mm -hmm. Uh, but sorcerer Supreme type thing, very proficient in it. He's the guy you want to talk to about magic. He has an awesome look. I think he has a great costume, a design. um, And the twist on his character is that the, the helmet that he wears kind of, messes with his mind and he, and, he, and it kind of drives him a little crazy because um, he like serves order I, I believe I, look I haven't read a Dr. Str- I haven't read a Dr. Fate comic book I've read him in other things so please forgive me world if I'm getting some details wrong but overall I'm pretty sure this is correct he kind of like serves the order of fate I think it's what it's called and he's all about order his whole thing is keeping order and like battling chaos hmm. and that kind of drives him to do some things that aren't always heroic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's, it's all about the balance. He's a, and and justifies
0: the means kind of person.
1: Yes. By any means kind of person and, and keeping order. Um, um, and, and the helmet when he's wearing it, it kind of has a control over him and it's almost like he can hear the voices of all these very real like uh, entities, I guess you could say that he serves, Mm -hmm. but he can like hear them talking to him, trying to tell him what to do with his powers and what he's supposed to do. Um, Like I said, I might be missing some details there, but overall that is, the the character i think that that is i'm confident to say that that is what dr fate is um so it's a really interesting character and i think it's cool and i'm and i'm sure you've been tipped off by the casting but he's a bit of an older guy Mm -hmm. which is always interesting i think when there's like a a superhero who is older it doesn't always have to be like a you know because in most superhero movies it's all about casting especially now casting the 20 year old so that way he can play him for 20 years right Mm -hmm. But this character is not a young character. Right? That's interesting. Uh,
2: and, and of course he's not a character that fights with physical ability. Right. So it works.
1: Exactly. Um, and I think that's really interesting. I'm excited. He's a really smart character. And and this makes me more excited for the Black Adam movie. It really does. Uh, because it's like, oh wait, they're doing something here. They're mm-hmm. doing something kind of cool. Like They have Dr. Fate in there. There were some other casting and some other characters that are going to be showing up in it. Like, it's like, oh wait, they actually might have like an idea
0: Mm -hmm. here. Yeah,
1: maybe it's not just the Rock wanted to play a character, which is which is exactly what it is. But um, (laughs) yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that the Rock was like, "Hey, I want to play a character. Who can I play?" Yeah, they were like uh Black Adam
0: <laughs> I get the impression he's actually a little bit of a nerd.
1: Hey, Dwayne Johnson. Uh-huh. Oh yeah.
0: So I uh, I yeah. I think he may have actually been like, "Hey, I want to be this guy." And I mean, what are you going to tell him like, "Sorry, dude, you're like one of the biggest things in the universe right now, but no, we don't want you in yeah. our universe that we're trying to, you know, rival Marvel in." Yeah.
1: They're probably like, "Okay, well, you can't be Superman." So
0: At this point, he's a little old to be Superman anyway.
1: Right. And also, like, it's not to say, like, oh, Superman has to be white. What I'm getting at is, like, you don't cast somebody like The Rock as Superman because you're going to be watching that movie and you're just going to see The Rock.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's Superman's supposed to be larger than life. He's supposed to not be that. You you know, you get what I'm getting at here? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it would have worked. And I think DC saw that and they were like, no, we need to cast, like, Somebody that you can look at and it's and not be like, "Oh my God, that's the rock the well, same reason you don't old cast on his arm.
0: you know Arnold Schwarzenegger is um Superman in the the eighties because he's not oh, right <laughs> he's exactly. just he's a different kind of uh character, but yeah it's
1: reached this icon status that just mm-hmm. doesn't it wouldn't translate well so like I guess you can be black Adam, but still, I think it'll be kind of cool, yeah.
2: No, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I expect it to be to be interesting. I think the one thing I'm I'm kind of most interested or most disappointed about is it really doesn't sound like there's much hope for ever seeing Zachary Levi, Dwayne Johnson, and Henry Cavill
1: on screen together.
0: No. That's a shame. Because there's no
1: because the right hand does not know what the left hand is doing.
0: Right. <laughs> over there.
1: There there's no communication or anything like yeah i agree it this movie's probably gonna be like it's gonna be like shazam where it's like set off on its own but then we have like something like something small shows up like somebody dressed in a superman costume at the end of the movie like it'll be like that kind of thing where like i don't know they mention something because you know like black adam is a weird thing to make a movie about but with the world they've kind of established like they have built coincidentally a very magic-heavy world, mm-hmm. right? Even though they started with Superman, now their biggest stuff their biggest properties right now are Aquaman and Shazam and Wonder Woman,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all magic-based. I mean, Aquaman not really magic, but like I don't know, he's in Atlantic, like that's fantasy-esque, yeah. you know? And so I guess it kind of makes sense. Like Black Adam is kind of a natural expansion of that. Of Moving into the realm of magic and, and the, the real fantasy heavy parts of DC.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, you know, of course, you know, we didn't get to see Shazam in the Justice League, you know, shooting people in the face.
1: Yeah, that's a real shame. I really wanted to see <laughs> Zachary Levi.
2: Now, you pull, have this really. Can, now, can you imagine? Like, I would love somebody to, like, edit just. A part of this and have this dark gritty movie <laughs> and like but Zachary but Zachary Levi's there just as bouncing around like, like a know, rubber ball bright colors blowing really excited bubbles. yeah just
1: um mm-hmm. dude I would love that bring some life to it yeah I, I think that'd be great actually um make him like he'd be like a great Deadpool of the DC universe like have him just like showing up mm-hmm You know what I mean? Like, oh man, that'd be great. But no, but actually, like, it'd be great to have Shazam in a Justice League movie because he's a kid. Like, he's Mm -hmm. a literal child who should look at them and be like, "Why are you all so dark? You're supposed to be like inspiring to us." Like, Like, like it works really well in the Justice League animated show when Shazam shows up, and he Shazam is part of the Justice League. Shazam quits the Justice League. <laughs> and by the way, they don't know that he's a kid. They don't know he's a kid in this oh. show. Right, right. But he, he quits the Justice League and he's like, what the hell have you people become? Because Superman gets really, really dark and like a lot of stuff's going down. And Shazam is like, "Yo, what is it supposed to? I joined the Justice League because I wanted to inspire people and I wanted to help people. And this is just not what we should be about. I quit. I'm going to go off and be on my own. Like this ain't it chief. Mm -hmm. And then like green arrows, like he's right or whatever, you know, and that's why it would work really well. Yeah.
2: I love that. You know, in the DC universe, the kid is, you know, the kid in the group is an actual kid that can, you know, take the form of the superhero. And in the Marvel cinematic universe, our biggest kid is Scott Lang.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Captain America, <laughs> sir.
1: I mean, it's funny because there's Spider Man. Right. But I would still call Scott Lang the biggest kid. Right. He he, he is. He just is. Mm-hmm. If Paul Rudd was buff, he'd be a great Shazam.
0: Yeah. Although. But
1: yeah, no, you're right.
0: It would be hard to beat Zachary Levi, though.
1: No, no. I'm, Zachary Levi is great. Uh, I don't mean to, don't get me wrong. It's just, yes. yeah. Um, you're right. Like you yeah, have I man, you know, even like in civil war, he's kind of like, everyone's like they're fighting and he's kind of like, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm just a big fan of cap. <laughs> I believe this is yours. Captain America. And he's like, does anyone have any orange slices? Like, you know, exactly. That's exactly. And Shazam yeah. could have been that for, for the justice league. Yeah. Mm. hmm That would have been great, but um, speaking of DC, it is official that DC will not be moving forward with a new Gods movie or a movie about the Trench from Aquaman.
0: Oh, that's just devastating.
1: (laughs) I know, like, and I was like, so this I saw this reported by ComicBook.com, and I went to the comments. And everybody was like, wow, that's a shame. So much potential. And I'm like, have you ever read a New Gods comic book? There's <laughs> one cool one. And it's the bad guy named Darkseid. That's it. Actually, Mr. Miracle is really cool. But he wouldn't be in that movie because it would be about Orion and Father, my favorite superheroes. Like... <laughs> It's like, this was, New Gods to me is how I feel about Eternals from Marvel. But at least I trust Marvel to make a good movie. And like, you know, it took them 20, like, what, like 12 years to make an Eternals movie. DC's Mm -hmm. been at it for like a little bit and they're like, all right, New Gods.
2: Right. They're trying to do New Gods and they still haven't figured out how to even. I mean, the thing is, I don't understand with DC is. You know, Marvel has done the impossible with making these kind of B and C list characters their big thing. Like, that... It's kind of unreal that they pulled that off. And nobody's ever pulled off anything really similar to that. And, and on that, and nobody's ever done anything on the scale of Marvel. But I look at DC and I go, you've got Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. Like, three of the biggest comic books heroes of all time and you can't even figure out what you want to do with those three mm-hmm. like right. you, you're talking about Cavill not being Superman anymore and you know I'm not even sure who Batman is, going. is making
1: another Superman movie now like yeah. it's all over the place
2: yeah and I'm not even sure who I mean we've got this new Batman movie coming out and I guess we're totally done with Batfleck Um, but, you know, if this movie ends up, I hope this movie's great, but if for some reason, heck, this movie could be great, and they could still decide, well, who's the next Batman? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like, kind of like they're maybe looking back at that old era of Batman films from the 80s and 90s and going, well, every movie can have a different Batman. Please don't (laughs) do that. That that became such a joke. Those movies got worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they became about who was in them and not the story. hmm Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies are still some of the greatest superhero movies ever made. And, like, when you look at what they've created since then, it's just all really kind of disappointing.
1: It's a lot of missed opportunity. Yeah. And that's what we're getting at is like I don't want a dog on DC like or the new gods or anything. Like, okay. Well that's the thing. I love these God
2: characters. Thing. Like I want them to do something great. Right. Like I'm not like a Marvel guy that's like Marvel will always be better than DC. No, like I legitimately want DC <laughs> to be just as big. And yeah, and, but it's like I don't know. Just I'm can't. only
1: I only talk about them like this because I care. Like Right. No, if we didn't care, we wouldn't talk about them at all. Then I just wouldn't be as passionate as I am. I love these characters so much and I guess what we're getting at here is that if we can't trust you to get Batman and Superman right, then we can't trust you to get a new Gods movie right.
2: Yeah.
1: And it was just an example of like, they're like, I guess we're going to do new Gods now. Like, at least with Eternals or whatever, like, which, by the way, the Eternals are just straight up the new gods, but in Marvel. Um, with the Eternals, I'm like, okay, well, I think it's weird, but they clearly have a plan, and they know what they're doing. Like, DC, it's like, why are you making a new gods movie, dude? I don't need... You're going to add that kind of lore to the universe, and it's like, who wants a new gods movie? Can you just give us a bat, a, a Batman movie, like, or like a Superman movie? And I get that we've gotten those, but not really. I mean, I just, I
2: don't understand why you don't just make, I mean, make this other stuff if you want to, but why are you not making a new Superman movie? And why has it taken this long to make another Batman movie?
1: Well, now they are making another Superman movie, but it's like, apparently, like, we don't know if it's connected or not connected. It might be right.
2: It may be a totally different version of Superman. We don't know what they're doing with that yet.
1: It is a mess. And it's like, it's like, okay, if you have a clean room then you can pull out your new gods and play with the play with those action figures. But if you've got a floor full of toys and some of them are missing heads and they're scattered all over the place and, and it's just a big mess in your room, you don't then pull out more toys and dump the box onto the ground, you know, like, then that's what they're doing. And and also clearly
2: never met my son.
1: (laughs) uh, (laughs) Um, Maybe he's
2: the one making these movies. That would explain a lot.
1: I had that. that, That's funny. I had the greatest battles between Batman Beyond, Batman, and the GI Joes, dude. Greatest crossovers (laughs) in history.
0: Um,
1: but also like, what I think is funny is like, who gives a
0: crap about the New Gods? Yeah. Or even better, the Trench.
1: The Trench. Like you know what it was? Least... James James Wan wanted to make a horror movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> I just like... It's fair uh, enough, man. It's like the least cool thing about... Aqu- and Aquaman, I really liked Aquaman. Aquaman was a great movie. But the Trench creatures were not the best thing about that movie. Yeah. By like... Several hundred miles.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's I'm just like, saying...
1: What it is, you're right, James, I mean, James Wan just wanted to make a horror movie, and so he was like, I'll do The Trench. But you're right, it's not the coolest thing about it, but I guess it's the horror element.
2: There's got to be better things that could be done for a horror movie in
1: DC, there has to be. Yeah, I I can think of many right now. <laughs> Constantine. Right. Oh, Which, yeah. We're getting a Constantine movie, but... um. It's not connected to anything at right. all. Um that we're getting another Keanu Reeves one. Really? Yeah.
2: Well, everybody wants to capitalize on on that right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure we are getting they're making a sequel to that Constantine movie uh from like a while back. Yeah. Starring Keanu Reeves. That hmm. was good, but had nothing to do with Constantine. <laughs> uh but yeah, you're right, like the trench why were you making a Trench movie? And it's so funny, because... And I hate to, like, pat myself on the back. I need to be a bit more humble. Uh, the fact they I'm making a Morbius movie has humbled me, because I said the same thing about that one when they announced these movies. But when they announced The Trench and New Gods, I read those posts, and I went, ha, they're not going to make those movies. Because no crap, they're not going to make those movies, man. <laughs> like... I think i'm at that i I think I'm at that perfect balance as a comic book fan where like I'm not so deep into them that I've like dug my head into the new gods and now can't see the outside world to understand that no one cares about the new gods, <laughs> but I am deep enough into the comic books that I, I can look and as a comic book fan and be like, Oh, no one cares about the new gods, and here's why. <laughs> Because they're boring. I think, literally, when they were creating Thanos, when Jim Starlin was creating Thanos, he made Thanos look like, I believe, Orion, a new god from DC. Okay. And someone came in and said, if you're going to copy the new gods, at least copy the only cool one and copy Darkseid. And that's how he made Thanos.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: So, like, yeah, there's only one cool new god. And it's the bad guy. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I always just thought they're not making those movies. But then again, like I said, I said the same thing about Morbius. I said the same thing about Venom.
0: The thing is, like, we hear that there's a Morbius movie. Do we really believe it at this point? It was a trailer. Yeah. Like two years ago. No, be, it has been that long it seems like it has I know the last year felt like three but it really wasn't that long ago was like it. Might as well.
2: now the crazy thing is the number of things Marvel has stacked up to come out this year where normally we'd be like well that comes out in, in eight months where's our teaser
1: trailer mm-hmm.
2: like we hadn't seen a Shang-Chi teaser trailer
1: Yeah, that's kind of weird. Actually, we don't. We know zero about Shang Chi, and it's coming like they're not going to
2: give us anything on that. I firmly believe we're getting nothing on that until after uh, Black Widow comes out. Yeah, I think that they really want Black Widow to succeed, and they don't want to drop anything on top of it.
1: But they wouldn't. No one's going to be like. I saw the Shang Chi trailer. I'm not seeing Black Widow. What? No, I
2: agree with that, but it's also about it's a, it's also about operating budget. Do you want to advertise for both at the same time?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay.
2: It's like, you know, if oh, yeah. you've got a certain sure, Disney, amount if Marvel's right. got a certain amount of money to allocate per month to advertising, like let's advert let's advertise yeah. what's next, not the one after
1: it. Yeah, Disney's really on a budget these days. <laughs> you know,
2: surprisingly, I suspect that a lot of belts have been tightened at Disney. Um, yeah. You know. That, yeah, no, that's a good point. That park has lost a lot of I mean, know, yeah, they're still making money on some things, but I mean, the movies have been terrible for the last year as far as making money. And I mean, of course, Disney Plus is killing it.
0: Yeah. But, but you say that park. There are like five Disney but the, parks, but the parks around the man, world. Those
2: parks are bleeding money. Like, crazy right now. And it's Disney
0: World, Disneyland, Dis- Disney World Tokyo, and Disney World Paris. So, four parks, not five. Wow. Well,
1: well, my dad threw a couple hundred bucks at him,
0: so
1: <laughs> you're welcome. He's helping.
0: Disney. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, I don't think that they're giving any, like, discounts for people who want to come right now. Honestly, I feel like they could get the park full if they'll be like, half off day.
2: You know, and they'll do some of that. But the the sad thing is, is that some of the early stories there, of course, this is totally inconsequential to anything we're talking about, is that prices at Disney are actually probably going to go up. Yeah, I think I heard
0: that. Hoorah, because it's not, you know, you don't already have to scrimp and save for years to take your whole family to Disney World.
1: (laughs) Right. I just had major deja vu. Anyway, so I could sit here and dog in DC all day. So I'm just going to do the world a favor because I'm sure they're sick of it and pass it to Andrew. So he can tell us a little bit about the King Kong Godzilla uh,
2: hmm.
1: box office. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: Godzilla versus Kong is finally out. I'm not done watching it. So we're not going to really talk about the movie at all. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. But I hadn't seen enough monsters punching each other in the face yet. Um, <laughs> but this movie is, it's already poised to be, it's the biggest opening day of the coronavirus era with, uh, with just shy of $10 million on a Wednesday opening.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, we haven't seen anything like that. They were projecting 20 to 30 million for the opening weekend, which was Wednesday through Sunday. You know, when you open on a Wednesday, it still counts that as your opening weekend. So they were looking at twenty to thirty million. They're already at ten. The biggest for opening weekend movie of the coronavirus era was what came out? Wonder Woman? Was Wonder Woman with like sixteen and a half million. This is already halfway was already halfway there after Wednesday Mm -hmm. evening. Uh, or over halfway there. So, um, you know, it it appears that despite the fact that you can watch this in your house, which I'm doing because the other thing to consider is how many movie theaters haven't even reopened? Regal hasn't reopened yet. Yep. And uh, Canada only has like a a tiny percentage of their theaters that are open, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure a lot of places around the world are that way. So even with this limited thing, like, it appears that theaters are poised to come back, which is what we were hoping for, and um it's poised for a real big weekend, of course, you know, it could it could turn out that it was just really front-loaded, and that everybody that really wanted to see it went on Wednesday.
0: It seems unlikely.
2: But it seemed, tr- historically, that wouldn't bear out, granted, we're in a, this is a whole new thing. It's a brave new world out there. But... This movie's actually poised for a really big opening weekend, which is which is amazing, which is wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm happy for them. And, yeah, they've done a great job marketing this movie. Uh, they've been building hype for it really well, and I like to see that paying off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I've heard good things.
2: Yeah, uh, the only bad things that I've really heard were people that were like, well, you know, the human interaction was kind of it's like this movie is not about the human interaction. Like mm-hmm. like sure it's nice to have some good human interaction, but like let's quit trying to pretend like Godzilla, the classic Godzilla films are like you know, the most amazing human, a- you know, human acting you've ever seen, like Mm-hmm. The humans are there because you just kind of need humans to relate to a little bit in the movie. Yeah, It's about the monsters punching each other in the face. With a little bit of a sci-fi background, you know, backdrop to mm-hmm. give an explanation. And that's what they're doing. And it's like, you know, it's, it's okay sometimes to just go to a movie and just enjoy the spectacle. It doesn't, every movie doesn't have to be an Oscar winner.
1: And I think that's what everybody wants right now. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think those? anybody wants to go to the movies and watch like an Oscar win World War II movie right now. No. Um, they want to see like a spectacle. Like this, and, and that's what I've been so excited for this movie for. Uh, even for like two years. Like when I saw Godzilla King of the Monsters, I was cannot wait to sit in a the theater mm-hmm. and watch. Watch this epic Wrestlemania match mm-hmm. This is going to be amazing Yeah So that's great I'm really happy to hear that And I'm excited to watch I'm watching it tomorrow with my pals Awesome So, so we can do the a, a review on it next week
2: Yeah, we'll have watched it by then You going to theater to see it Or are you watching it at home?
1: Uh, I'm going to watch it at home Because my daddy gave me his HBO Max <laughs> account
0: <laughs> That's
1: what parents are for
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Parents and random parents' friends. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was like, hey, I know that you renewed it for uh the Zack Snyder cut, but um don't cancel it yet. <laughs> I gotta see Godzilla what? versus Godzilla. King Kong. Yeah. Yep. Which I wonder how much movie this is making money this is making. Like I wonder how many people are watching it at home. I'd love to see that figure.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'd love to see the the numbers on that, you know, kind of the thing was it was in the same month with uh, it was so Cut. it was so close to the Snyder Cut that you only you just got it back for a month and you were able to watch both. And I yeah. think I think they actually realized what they had done that somebody went, uh why did we do this? Because they just yeah. moved uh, what movies uh, they just moved something that was come another movie that was supposed to come out here right away they moved it up a couple of weeks
1: yeah that was a bit of a mistake i kind of thought about that i was like you know there are people who because i made that joke before like people downloaded that hbo max account for the first time since game of thrones Mm -hmm. like yeah millions of people did that just for the snyder cut and so a lot of them
2: and i'm gonna watch a bunch of stuff and when my month's over i'm probably gonna kill it for a while
1: Mm yeah yeah Check out Doom Patrol. That's yeah, I'm definitely really gonna good. watch
2: Doom Patrol. I've been meaning to do that. I kind of forgot about it, but I'm uh, mm. definitely gonna do Swamp that.
1: Swamp Thing's pretty it. good, but don't worry about it because they canceled it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to get like invested, like I think there's like three episodes or something, okay. and then they like just were like nah. <laughs> so it's not even might not even be worth your time. Uh, Titans season one is pretty good. Season two is unwatchable. So. If you don't want to invest your time into like a first season just to get to the second season and want to vomit, then <laughs> don't waste your time on it. <laughs> but that's all I could say for, for those. I don't know what else is on HBO Max that's even worth sticking around for. Uh, is, there, is the Watchmen show on there? Is that Amazon?
2: Hmm, I'm honestly not sure.
1: Because I know, you know, DC owns Watchmen, but I feel like that was Amazon. So I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess we're going to have to get through um, whatever's on HBO Max, but we still got it.
1: Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking, like, what is on there for you to
0: watch? I did hear that the um, theatrical versions of Lord of the Rings are on there.
2: They are. Oh, that's cool.
0: So if you only have two and a half hours and not four hours to watch Lord of the Rings, you could always pick it up there.
1: <laughs> right. You know, I love how I... Compl- I made jokes about, like the Snyder cuts four hours long. Ha ha ha! I don't have time to watch that. <laughs> While I'll happily, happily watch a four-hour-long Lord of the Rings movie and watch all of three week. of
0: them in the course of yeah a week. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's true, but let's not pretend that the Snyder cut was anything like as good as any one of the Lord of the Rings movies. It just wasn't.
1: Watch your mouth. There are some (laughs) real Snyderverse fans out there.
0: It's true, but I said what I said, and I stand by it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Which reminds me, we were talking about that fake news, and that we were coming across a lot of people being like, Snyderverse restored? Stop. Stop.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because that's one of the things I kind of mentioned for the show. Um, Man, the people review bombing Godzilla versus Kong because they want the Snyderverse restored. Come on,
0: people! Like,
2: I promise you, that's not going to get you the result
1: you want. Yeah, of course. People who like watching Batman shoot people is is, is <laughs> who would do that. <laughs> I I'm not a total like jerk to people in real life who like Snyder, Zack Snyder. Like I totally get it. I'm just making jokes, people. I'm just making jokes. Just making jokes.
0: <laughs> oh goodness!
1: Just so, making jokes.
0: So, is that the extent but, of your your opinions on the your thoughts on the matter?
1: What matter? Wait, say that again.
0: The 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 uh, review bombing.
1: Yeah, I just that's actually like in all seriousness, I think that's gross. I don't like that they're doing that. I think that. Like, stop because it's hurting people who truly have nobody who worked on godzilla versus king kong had anything to do with justice league yep um yes they have the same company name on them but like that's like i mean actually people were actually doing this that's that's like i don't know going and bombing a disney movie because you're mad about something or like bombing a Marvel movie because you are mad about something that Star Wars did. Oh, and that's going to happen.
2: That's because yeah because of
1: Gina Carano. Yep, people are mad about her firing. It's like they don't have anything to do with each other. Yeah, and it's like it's. I just think it's gross because it's it's so not fair and not cool. And like especially at a time when that actually kind of really does matter because companies now more than ever have their ear to things like reviews and stats and numbers on paper and also Mm -hmm. just what fans are saying Mm -hmm. they have their ear to that and as we've discussed many many times before companies love to learn the wrong lessons Mm -hmm. and so you get this fear that they're gonna be like oh man they're gonna miss the point they're gonna miss that they were just bombing it because they're mad about uh, the Zack Snyderverse thing, and they might be like, "Oh man, well nobody likes Godzilla versus King Kong. I guess we can't make another one of those movies for twenty years."
2: Yeah, Yeah, people don't think about some of these things, like you know, her, you know, intentionally trying to do things to make a movie do poorly is, you know, once this movie's made and out. Man, the people you're hurting are are people running theaters, and the the person selling you yeah. popcorn and drinks when you go to the theater, and the, you know the the guy that tears your ticket, and it, it's you know especially in a time where theaters are, are are hurting, like we should be rooting for these movies that are actually trying to go back to the theater to succeed. Like you're mm-hmm. if you're a fan of going to the cinema, you shouldn't be rooting for a movie to fail right now.
0: Yep any movie
1: Yeah. And that's how I always feel about like movies like I've never left a bad review of a movie. I just don't review it. Right. Um I I mean I made videos talking bad. I mean I, I've made plenty of podcasts on this very podcast talking bad about movies, but I don't like go on their on their Rotten Tomatoes and leave a dislike or whatever however that works mm-hmm. because I just don't Think that it's even like worth the energy to do that sort of like negative thing like on youtube i instinctively like videos like i never leave a dislike like it's just like right you're hurting the wrong people like you might as well just throw the popcorn in your in the server's face for right. no reason like
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're trying to you want to give a positive thing of look we want movies to be in theaters. Because that's a big fear.
2: But, yeah, but that's the that's the thing. Like for all the people making millions of dollars making movies, don't forget about all of the people from the from the very beginning of a movie going into production to it being watched on screen. There are a lot of people that are working hard for a living involved with these mm-hmm. movies. I mm-hmm.
1: mean, it is a huge industry mm-hmm. that employs. Thousands and thousands of people
0: just making a from, living, you know, huh? Just, people who are just making a living and just yeah. hoping they can get the hired on for the catering. next project, right? Like, and that's the thing, yeah. I don't want people to hear me
2: wrong. If a movie's really bad, call it out, that's fine, like you should, like you know, that's part of it. But when you're attacking a movie for the because you're mad at the company about something, mm-hmm. you're not accomplishing much of anything. In fact, so many of these movies fly under a big banner, but they're made by a totally different production company.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just the logo. Yeah. Mo- a lot of the time... Oh, I mean, sometimes, these movies, logo. sometimes
2: these movies are completely made and finished, and a big studio <laughs> buys them up at the
1: end. Yeah. yeah. Um, guys, most things on Netflix, by the way... Netflix had nothing to do with it just bought it so like mm-hmm. that but that's an example of like this at a bigger scale but you're talking about right um, yeah I mean it's just it's 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 not fair because uh, you were right like if, if a movie's bad like we should be able to criticize it for mm-hmm. sure but s- save that for movies that are actually bad and should actually be criticized and and critiqued like that like and don't give your money to bad movies. But right. when it comes to this stuff, it's just... It's not cool, man. No, it's, it's just, not. Cool. It's,
2: it's pettiness.
1: It's okay. not cool. Don't do that. You're a loser. You're a loser <laughs> if you do that. I'll, I declare it.
0: So let it be written. So let it be done.
1: Let it, let it be written. Let it be noted on the timekeeper's notepad that... I am declaring you're a loser if you review bomb movies because of something especially if it's like completely unrelated.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Did you say I do declare. You're gonna start saying I, that after man, we are southern, aren't we supposed to say I that according de- to Michael declare. Scott? Aren't we supposed I to say do that after every do
1: declare There's been a murder in the Savannah?
0: <laughs> I feel like he saw like a parody, you know, a parody of Gone with the Wind at some point, and that's just what he bases his entire view yeah. of the South on. Or like
1: that chicken from the Looney Tunes.
2: Yeah, no, Delta. <laughs> uh, like his, he says in the episode, Michael Scott's entire view of the South is from watching something <laughs> with Delta Burke in it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which is so funny because, like, I've never met a person. I've met very few people who actually. <laughs> like that.
0: Right. You know, though, like for real. No, I have
1: met. Let me tell the world real quick. Okay. Uh, Whatever you're imagining a Cajun person to be right now. Yeah, that's it. You've got it. They say buffet and they like live on boats. (laughs) And they are always in cargo shorts and are very loud and. Always have crawfish, no matter just somehow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> no amazing what talent. what time of
1: year it is, they just have some, and they're doing a crawfish boil this Saturday. And yeah, come on down. Like, yeah, th- that's whatever you're imagining a Cajun person to be. That's it. You've got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but whatever you're imagining, just a generic Southerner. If you're not Probably have never not. been to the South, you are almost a hundred percent guaranteed to be wrong. Like. Sometimes I just see things, especially that people from Europe will say about like the American South, and I'm like, what, you, like, where does this come from? <laughs> so like, I'm this the
2: thing. I, I'm telling y'all right now, like, I want to see a visual representation of this episode on a timeline <laughs> where, like, we created these alternate universe branches of <laughs> conversation
0: <laughs> so at some point that's though so we're 100% going to watch a whole bunch of movies set in the south and just like that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong we're going to do a whole episode of that in mm-hmm. fact we can even make it a series
1: <laughs> yeah there's one Steel Magnolias gets it pretty good I think
0: yeah It's true.
1: Other than that. Yeah. No. (laughs) And the funny thing is, every southern state is like Mississippi South is entirely different from Louisiana South.
2: And South Louisiana South is very different from North Louisiana South. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like North Louisiana South is more like Mississippi.
1: Yeah. The difference between Baton Rouge and New Orleans, while only like 30 minutes, is just a whole different world. Yep.
0: Yep. And uh, Or Lafayette and Baton Rouge in New yeah. Orleans like three different completely different kinds of Cajuns.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, we speaking of the we forgot about the big news.
0: What's that? King of the what? Hills coming back. That's right. Wee-hoo! Oh, and then don't forget Texas. Texas y'all is its own thing. Like they are southern in the sense that they, you know,
2: live in the south. They live
0: in the south and they fought on <laughs> The south side of the, the that war you've heard tell of. But as far as identifying as southerners, they're Texans, y'all.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't you forget it.
0: Don't you forget it. Yes, God's country over there. Just ask them.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I, I can keep going, but I'm going to stop.
2: I, I, I think, think, this, this could just spiral completely out of control. Uh,
0: so
1: Dude, we three, probably, like four different conversation threads just pop into my head of like where to go. Yeah. Why don't you
0: write but, them down and we can, we can I just, go there I later? I can see the timeline. Like
2: you've got the main timeline of what the show was supposed to be. <laughs> and then there's these branches yeah. where it jumps off and goes. And then it's like there's this effort to try to get back to the original Try to go back
0: and snip the branches. But you, <laughs> you, you got, got that Infinity yeah. Stone back like two <laughs> minutes late, point, and it's gone.
1: <laughs> and then at some point, we cross over into the dark timelines. Yes, the darkest <laughs> timeline
2: where everyone has a go-to. So, so I, whenever we do our first video review, did you ever watch Community, David?
1: I've seen it. I haven't seen the whole thing. Have
2: you ever seen, like, the darkest timeline episodes? No. Okay, well, so there's this whole thing where there's an episode where they create, where Abed says, you know if you roll those dice, you're going to create six different timelines. And so they go through what would happen in each of those six different timelines. That's, that's and genius. one of them is the darkest timeline. <laughs> and in the darkest timeline, all the main characters wear felt cutouts of goatees. <laughs> and I've got the pattern. And the first time that we have to do like a really, really bad review of something on the video thing, I vote that we all wear <laughs> darkest timeline goatees.
1: Bonnie, please... <laughs> write that down Yep. never forget that because that is incredible that's so funny um so you know how the dc has a multiverse right,
2: mm-hmm. right.
1: dc multiverse well in a recent event called dc metal which is the stupidest it's, it's metal because it's like yeah <laughs> and also like it's literally about metal but and this so grant morrison is is a writer and He once made a map. It was a timeline type map of the DC multiverse. And it was it wasn't like in universe. It was just for himself in the real world to look at and say, I'm writing about Earth 2. Earth 2 is this one. Like, right? You follow? Right, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he put it online and said, isn't this cool? And we're like, yeah, thanks, Grant. Dope. In Dark Knight's Metal, they established that there is a dark multiverse and i swear to god they take the exact map that grant morrison made in the real world (laughs) and they have it in the book and a character takes it and flips it upside down just the laziest (laughs) shit like literally is holding a piece of paper and just flips it and go and goes this is the dark multiverse wow (laughs) and so now there's a dark multiverse where horrible things happen. It's hilarious. Like, in this one, like, Batman got sprayed with the Joker gas and became the Batman who laughs. So he killed all of the Robins, and he took over the world, and he dresses like a Cenobite from the Hellraiser movies. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he, like, it's like, I'm the Batman who laughs, and he's the
2: like, Joker. There's another another community reference. I'm pretty sure that uh, Pierce said something about set of bites at some point. <laughs> that's so funny.
1: That's so freaking funny.
0: On the Batman. That, is, that sticks laughs. with
1: me so much because someone like was like, it was Scott Snyder who's usually a great writer, but he was just like, how, how lazy do you gotta be, man? Just to, like flip the map upside down. Like it's so
0: right. stupid. Yeah, that's pretty bad.
1: It's so <laughs> stupid and he thinks it's like some cool epic reveal yeah
0: like, no. that's always like I that's was kind reading of the...
1: the book and I, 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 I sat the comic book down I was like
0: no <laughs> just no wait a minute
1: <laughs> oh my god let me look up let me just make sure this is actually Grant Morrison's map yep that's it okay <laughs> yeah alright That's funny. I, I've kept off from being able to go to sleep for three hours I'm so
0: sorry <laughs> Hey, Andrew inter- works from home. It's, we can sleep till noon tomorrow if we want to. It's been
1: entertaining. It's going to be
2: very interesting trying to figure out what to cut and what to leave. <sighs> yeah, <that episode. laughs>
1: this is the, this is an episode where you're going to you're going to have to keep everything that you cut and make it like a tangent. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: absolutely. Yep, this has
1: to.
0: ten minute tangents. I think we just need like a whole channel of ten minute tangents.
1: Science fictionary bites. Hmm. Just put it on the regular channel but call it science fictionary bites and then yeah. put it on a playlist. Yep. Yeah.
0: But the problem is if we set out to make ten minute tangent episodes they last for an no, hour. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> never do those on purpose.
0: <laughs> no. We won't. do enough <laughs> on
2: halfway.
0: Our- Remember this was gonna be a quick thirty minute news episode and here we <laughs> I are. I wish Charlie two, had <laughs> stayed. Here we are two hours later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish DJ had stayed just to see like yeah, because we're an hour and 25 minutes into this. Uh-huh. And we talked for 10 minutes before we started it.
0: hmm Yep. We'll have to, whenever we put this episode up, we'll have to tag him and say, see what you missed? You could have been a part of this we are, epicness. We're
1: such, we're so naive that every single week we're like, well, it's slow news week. <laughs> <laughs> That's like
2: last week that legitimately happened. We had a 30-minute episode. Because that was for great. some reason everybody was like real low energy during uh-huh. that first one. And uh yeah. yeah, tonight everybody drank their caffeine or something. <laughs> I don't I had you know.
1: a I had a Coke zero with cherry and vanilla. No,
2: oh, I had a Dr. Pepper creams and cream soda zero
1: sugar. Ooh, that sounds good.
0: It's actually pretty I good. I
1: swear I'm not drunk, by the way.
0: <laughs> That's I'm gonna put it out there. i've
1: not had alcohol like i just don't want there to be like a i don't know like i don't want the call to end and y'all be like was david drunk no i was not <laughs> david is
0: not drunk <laughs> no you've actually like in, in spite of the tangents you've actually still been remarkably coherent and based on the kind of like incoherence like i know there's been one or two episodes when it was like daniel you gotta lay off on the one of the, yeah. the beers you're knocking back there, dude, because it's like not making sense anymore. So you've consistently made sense, so I didn't assume that you were drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I draw it all back. It's all related to something.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: It's all tied. It's like Tolkien. Like the br- It's all. It's all tied together. Like it's all right.
0: connected. It's all connected.
2: Yeah. See, that's what <laughs> makes them hard to edit, though.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, because, like, yeah. you cut
2: something out, Not and then cool. there's a reference back to it, like, ten minutes later, and you're crap. <laughs> I'm I'm like, so I've either now got to edit this out, which was related to some other important <laughs> things, or I've got to go back and put that comment back in the episode.
1: Yeah. I don't know it's hard, because it's like...
2: I'm honestly I'm not I, gonna trim just a ton out of this one. I I'm
0: I feel like it's, it's been done. pretty a pretty interesting discussion in spite of the fact and that I know th- So Jonathan Taylor Thomas I, is totally uh, Spider Man, right? In the nineties. Who? Come on now. Jonathan
2: Taylor Thomas, he was one of the kids on home improvement.
0: He was also Oh he, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. He was the no, middle kid. Yeah.
1: That'd be great, but uh I'm throwing out Leo DiCaprio. Yeah.
0: That's true, yeah, he probably wins.
1: He actually was almost... James Cameron wrote a Spider-Man script. Oh, God. He wrote it. And he didn't... It's supposed to be a treatment. No, he wrote it. And in it, it was supposed to be... It, it was it was Leonardo DiCaprio was playing Spider-Man. He was going to make it. He had the rights. And in it, there's a great scene, a couple great scenes, where at the end, he's killing bad guys. Killing. And he says, I'm going to kill all of you mother after oh, any
0: sex. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. There's
1: a there's a sex scene between him and Mary Jane oh, no. on the top of uh, the Empire State building. Oh, <laughs> but no. he's wearing the mask.
0: Oh no.
1: oh no They are sixteen by the way. Um, <laughs> he's wearing the mask. Yeah, there's some other there's some
0: Okay, well on that note <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening to the first episode of Science Fictionary Tangents <laughs> Slow News Week that's, that's the name of the series, Slow News yep, it Week
0: It is, that's perfect
1: Alright guys, well, this was a, a slow news week But we, we do what we always do And we find a way to, uh, to talk about plenty um, Slow news weeks are my favorite Because then it's like, ooh, what can I somehow force to be brought up today to talk about that I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, All the I things. do like seeing where the conversation goes, I and mean, we yep. want the conversation to continue. Leave a like, leave a comment, tell us what you think about the episode, or send us a, a shout on Twitter, which uh, Andrew will spit the handles to you in just a minute. But um, yeah, until next time, Andrew, where can people find you on the internet?
2: All right, you can find me running the Twitter account for this show at Cy underscore Fictionary. You can find us... On our other show, Coruscant Radio Underground, pretty much anywhere you would want to listen to a podcast. You can drop us a line at thesciencefictionary at gmail.com. And you can now leave us a voicemail about upcoming shows or about our previous shows at 601-653-2922. And as always, be sure to check out our podcast as well as the rest of the Red 5 podcast family at red5network.com and at Red 5 Network on Twitter.
1: And Marisha?
0: You can find me on Instagram. I am princesses underscore and underscore padawans. And I am p padawans on Twitter.
1: All right. And I am David underscore JG peoples on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. Live long and prosper.